0: with Glory Rising, where we discuss God's glory within you. We're so glad you've joined us. And now, your hosts of Glory Rising.
1: And good evening. Welcome back. This is Loretta with Glory Rising Radio. And I'm joined tonight by my best friend, my pastor, my husband, Roger's here with me. Yay, I'm here. Yay. I wouldn't have been here if he hadn't come because I wouldn't have driven here. (laughs) For those in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, it's kind of dreary and foggy and yeah, no, just not a good driving night. So we're getting ready to get started. And if you would like to join in the show, our phone number here is six two three nine and um you yeah, know we'd love to hear from you if you would like to join in the chat I am on Facebook live and monitoring that chat as we go okay
2: yeah hopefully you do call in because it's a lot more fun when you have uh, some folks uh, calling participating. in and, yeah participating and uh, getting different points of view things like this and so but uh just you know if you got the time we got the airspace so (laughs) So. (laughs) but uh we're yeah like like loretta said we we're so glad that you come to join us today and uh so we're gonna be uh gonna ask you a kind of a question and then we're gonna see what where it goes there but. You know, I've had a lot of people that say, you know, I don't need pastors. I don't need evangelists. I don't need, you know, any of these people. Me and God, we can handle it. And I don't need to be around them. And, you know, we'd like for you to call in and give your thoughts on that. It's like, well, do we really need these people? Or can we just be you and God? You know, it's like is there or or does god have a reason for all these different uh offices that uh, are mentioned in the scriptures so you know give a call let us know um because we're going to be coming out of ephesians chapter four so if you want to go there you can uh, see where i'm kind of coming from here and uh it's going to be verses uh 12 through 16. (laughs) so that way you know you can kind of read it and get an idea But I heard these things a lot. And matter of fact, I even said it many times uh, in my walk with the Lord. It's like, I don't need these people. You know, what, you know, all all the, everybody's, you know, nobody's, nobody's perfect. Nobody gives me all the right answers, blah, 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 you know, you know, some, or you get hurt by somebody and say, well, I don't need that. I mean, God, the God's not going to hurt me. And it's like, he's going to always lead me the right way yes God will but sometimes we don't tune in <laughs> you know so it, and it's like sometimes we start listening to the devil and, and not listening to God and then we start going the wrong direction and we keep going the wrong direction because we don't have anybody there to tell us hey um, you're going the wrong way like Ezekiel chapter 3 talks about when you go and read read Ezekiel chapter 3 it talks about that If you see a brother in sin, and you fail to tell him he's in sin, God holds you accountable, or his blood's on your hands. He says that we're responsible for sharing with our brother that there are, you know, that they're going the wrong way. And so, it's like, well, so I can see, I guess, well, I only need brothers. I don't need pastors. You know, I don't need evangelists. They're all in it for just the money. It's like, so why would I care? So what's your thought?
1: Well, I was gonna say, I know that at least for myself, I need these other people in my life. I mean, I I went years being the Lone Ranger. It's like, I'm gonna do this on my own. I don't need anybody to help me, anything like that. And yet at the same time, I was getting lonelier, depressed, further away from God and didn't know where to turn because I didn't have anybody there guiding me.
2: Okay. So I mean, and that that's true, you know. There there's a lot of pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're going like I said, we're going to be coming out of uh, Ephesians chapter 4. And it start starting in twelve, or starting eleven, I'm sorry, that'd be at eleven. And it says, and he himself gave some to be apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. So he said, I give these to you. So okay, well, we got we got all them and more. Okay, out there. Um but why? why did God give these to us? And all we have to do is read the next verse and start seeing why God said that he gave us these things. And so, and that's going to come in verse 12. It's for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, to be a perfect man, and there, we can get in all kinds of arguments about that. People say, you can't be perfect. Well, here it says you can come into a perfect man. And uh, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, no longer being children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, by trickery of men, by cunning craftiness, a deceitful plotting. I was like, okay. Well, re- you know, so... To stay away from all these people here, we're now going to miss out on this part here because this is what why they are in our lives. Okay? Like Loretta was saying, you know, nobody to talk to, you know, or um, you get further and further away. Well, yeah, if you have nobody challenging you to go the right direction, then why would you?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You'll just go whatever direction you feel like it.
1: And without teachers there, you're going to go off on your own and get further into sin because you don't have somebody there saying, you're going the wrong way. Now let me show you.
3: Yeah.
2: And, you know, and that's the whole thing. You know, we're supposed to be lifting one another up so that we become more and more like Christ. You know, iron sharpens iron. You know, So it's like if I don't have somebody sharp, you know, scraping against me to sharpen me because to sharpen you've got to scrape off part of the metal to get it down to get a sharp edge Mm -hmm. so there's something that's got to be scraped away and it's not going to be fun it's not going to be pleasant sometimes it's going to hurt but that's what we that's what we're here for
1: but i'm allergic to pain
2: well then start sneezing but you're going to have more and more <laughs> I know that that sounds silly don't it but it, it, really it's true because every day we're being sharpened every day we're taking a little bit more and a little bit more off but if we don't get rid of these things we can never get to where God wants us to be right and yeah it does hurt you know when you get when you get told you're wrong or you get you know and you try to justify yourself or whatever all that is just where we're, we're being sharpened, okay? And God didn't say, he said that you're gonna suffer. You're, you're gonna go through hard times. It's gonna be painful. He, he promised that. So it's like, well, but he's also promised to give us peace. He's also promised to give us comfort. He also promised to give us healing. So he's got, he's got all the bases covered.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: so but you know we're going we're gonna to take a look at some of these here because some people don't think that apostles are around anymore so they said that all the apostles the last apostles you know part of the, the original 12 and that was the last apostle well how many people have actually read the book
1: and as far as I know, that last apostle was not one of the original 12 because they went and made apostles and disciples and evangelists. You know, this is what they were doing.
2: Well, and first going to need to understand what an apostle is. You know, some people say, well, you know, it's, he's just the, the head of the church. He goes out church, you know, church building. Mm, that's what it's made out to be today an apostle means one that's sent forth okay that's the word in you know is one to be sent forth in other words they're sent out to to wherever nations we call them today we call them missionaries okay they're sent to different places to get the Word of God out and to help establish churches okay so that's what most of them do today but back then They were sent out to get the message out to all these other places that never had the opportunity to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, they were sent to the Gentiles. They were sent to all kinds of places that never heard of Jesus, and they weren't Jews. You know, some went to some some apostles went to were uh, went to the Jews, and but others went out into the other nations to help get this word about Jesus out there and so you know god picked 12 to start with Mm -hmm. okay and then we sit there and say okay well only those 12. Uh, then why did paul call himself an apostle he wasn't one of the 12. he says i'm an apostle i was like wait a minute so the when somebody says, hey, you know, it stopped with the, the original 12, no. <laughs> we already see, I mean, who wrote most of the New Testament? Paul. Apostle, Apostle Paul. Paul. Okay. So he wasn't part of the original 12. Even, you know, because they said, well, you know, the apostles had to be picked by, you know, uh, who who walked with Jesus. I said that was the first twelve and they had to pick one that they knew had walked with Jesus so that they would have all the right information okay after that when the Holy Spirit came upon everyone now the Holy Spirit you know God could appoint apostles and give them the uh, the wisdom and things they need to hold that office but they're not, they're not to be the boss, you know. They're not the boss of people. They're out there. They, they called themselves the servants of people. You know, they, you know, a lot of them, you know, they didn't go every place and they, somebody pay their way. You know, sometimes they did have that happen. But we see that Apostle Paul was a tent maker. I mean, wherever he went, he had to work to, to be there. Okay you know and the apostles were humble people, you know when you when you study things out and and see how the the first century church was, the apostles made it very clear that they were not better than anyone else. Paul says, "I am your servant, mm-hmm. and today our a lot of our church leaders think themselves as our bosses Mm
1: -hmm. they are they think (coughs) of themselves a lot of them not all of them think of themselves as being entitled to be served
2: yeah i mean god made it very clear when he called me and he said that you're going to be a pastor i was like okay so i'm going to be a pastor Uh, and it's like he says and you're going to go out and shepherd my sheep which means you're going to go out and make sure they're taken care of they're not taking care of you you're taking care of them the sheep don't come around and get around the shepherd and take care of the shepherd the shepherds out there protecting them from the wolves and everything else you know we got it all backwards you know we want them to give us a car a house, everything like this and and you know provide for us when we're supposed to be providing for them right and you know so God says you know, and when you read in uh ezekiel chapter thirty four it's a really good read you know you ought to pick that pick it up and read ezekiel chapter thirty four and read what uh uh Ezekiel was telling the shepherds of Israel what God put what God how he saw them and they were you know uh, maybe after a break I'll, I'll take and, and read that part of, of that to kind of give you an idea how God seen that the shepherds of Israel and how that kind of reflects today on how some of the shepherds, of the flocks treat the flocks today but god showed me that uh that and then like i said after our first break we'll go we'll hit that because um, that's on down the list of, on being a, uh, sh- a pastor but uh you know so when people going back to the apostle you know god called 12 to be apostles First they were his disciples, then they became apostles, okay? So when were they anointed apostles? Does the Bible even talk about that?
1: Not to my knowledge.
2: Well, if you, you can go back in, uh, I think it's Luke that's in. It says when Jesus sent the twelve out and sent them out two by two, he anointed them and filled them with the spirit of god and they went forth doing miracles prophesying and healing people the holy spirit was given to them before jesus died they had the anointing to be sent forth
1: Mm -hmm. and i understand that where my next question is going to come, mm-hmm. not sure I know how to ask it, but I'm sure if I'm thinking this, somebody right. else is too. It's like if the original 12, the 12 mm-hmm. disciples were anointed by Jesus as apostles, then those who became apostles after them, mm-hmm. were they anointed by the original 12?
2: actually god did the anointing the original 12s never anointed they prayed and see what the holy spirit told them and then they prayed for them and sent them forth but they were already selected by god okay because they would wait and pray and god would say this person is send out this person Mm -hmm. so and when they all got the same answer they would say okay God chose you as an apostle. We'll lay hands on you and pray for you, that God will fill you with all you need. Okay? And so, and that's the way things happen, you know, in, in, that, in that time frame. It wasn't that they were praying that, you know, God give them the anointing. God already had the anointing on them. But they prayed for the power to come. Okay. They prayed for him to, to for the for that person to be anointed and, and things like this where they speak the truth. I mean, even Paul uh, mentioned it uh, that he said, "I appreciate you praying for me that I will speak boldly." Wait a minute. He's an anointed apostle. Why did he need to be prayed for to to speak powerfully?
1: Because he was still man. Exactly. And men have fear yeah, and, and God has to take that fear out of us so we can speak boldly yeah
2: and he was asking the, the churches or the people he's been with before to pray for him mm-hmm. so an apostle needs people praying for them not just you pray, not the apostle praying for everybody else but he needs to he or she needs prayer okay they need prayer to keep their strength up because as the enemy attacks our prayers become a shield for them and you know so we want we we keep going to the pastor or oh there's an apostle in town oh well there's a bishop there's this and oh we need them to pray for me so the you know it's like so my prayers not as good as their prayer if it's both prayed by the sincerity of the heart, God hears it. Exactly. I went to one church meeting, and a, you know it had, was going on for a long period of time, and I went there, and, uh, you know, powerful message, things like this, people wanted to be prayed for. So they had a whole line of people up there to pray for you, but they only wanted the speaker to pray for them. And all these other people are just standing there. That nobody wanted them to pray for them. They only wanted the speaker to pray for them. I was like, what? These people here are just as anointed as that person. But they won't they didn't want their prayer. They weren't good enough. You know, only the speaker with his you know great anointing they wanted to have pray for him, You know, Jesus asked the, the you know, uh, we know that one person, you know, there's some people that came up to the disciples and said, can you pray for, you know, my daughter to be well or to be set free of this demon? And they couldn't cast the demon out. Jesus said, why not? <laughs> you know, so they came to Jesus and he cast the demon out. Okay, but... They came to the disciples because they knew they were with Jesus. Okay, and if we're with God, you know, God's with us. We can pray. You know, there's a children pray, and you see great anointing, oh, you know, definitely. or great things happen when a child prays, because they pray with all realness and sincerity, and God hears the prayer. and says, "Y'all yeah, answer your prayer."
1: And. That's why God tells us to become like little children. Because when you tell them something, they believe it. Right. And so he wants us to be that way. He wants us to believe like a child does. So, but right now, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And our first song is The Greatness of Our God by Newsboys. And we will be right back. (laughs)
3: This world has been crying out for hope For a hero to save us We long for the supernatural But
0: there is only one God Who can save the day So clear the stage, prepare the way Cause heaven and earth are singing Glory,
3: hallelujah Let the whole world see The great stop him, not even the grave could hold him down. There is only one king who can save the day, so clear the stage, prepare the way, cause heaven and earth are singing, glory, hallelujah, let the whole world see the grave.
4: home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes.
2: Yeah,
1: that be fine. All right. Welcome back, and that was The Greatness of Our God by Newsboys, and um, again, Grace with her bakery, mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful bakery. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> also, we want to give you an update on how the blanket drive is going right now. Okay, hold on. And um, at this time, I think they said we're standing at over 50 blankets, we've uh yeah they were saying we need 49 more well i'll tell you we need 29 more
2: yeah
1: we brought in another 20 blankets tonight so
2: <laughs> Yep. so yeah so, so, yeah, so we're, it, you know we're we're wanting to do our part and uh you know help out with that that there it still is some time if you want to try to donate some blankets, um, you can bring them up here to uh, Fishbowl Studios, 4001 uh, West, Airport, West Freeway. Airport Freeway, Bedford, Texas, Suite
1: 550.
2: Suite 550. Just bring them up here, check in with the person at the front desk there, tell them you got some blankets, and uh, you know, go ahead and get them donated. And so. Uh, we're still doing pretty good. Uh, we still—they they want to do 100. They need 21 more. So you got a few days. Let's get them that 21 more they need. Okay. So. And
1: these blankets are going to Mission Arlington. Mission Arlington, and Arlington yeah. And the Presbyterian, Presbyterian Night, Night Shelter, Shelter in mm-hmm. Dallas. Yeah. And so these in Fort, Fort Worth? Worth. Yeah. Okay. Worth, I'm right. sorry. It's in, here in Fort Worth. So anyway, we would love to help these people. Who are less fortunate than we are,
2: right? So, so but uh, you know, so that's that's uh, the update on that. Thank you for those that have donated and and helped out with this drive. Um, you know, we want to, you know, our our goal is to try to help as many people as we can with you know with whatever God puts in our hands to do. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do our part and see what God puts on your heart to do.
1: All right. Anything else? Valentines. Valentine's Day is coming up, Mm -hmm. and they want to send valentines to the troops overseas. So we are collecting valentines here at Fishbowl Studio. And when you get your valentines, just write a little encouraging note on them. And they'll be picked up on the 8th of February.
2: Yeah, from here at Fishbowl. So you need to get them into us. Uh, as or, soon
1: as you can yeah. so we can get them up here to Fishbowl. And they're going to send those out. Just to bring some encouragement to those who are overseas.
2: Yeah, and, you know, some of them that, you know, got remote remote assignments, things like this. But just a little bit of encouragement that's at, that we can send them. So, you know, they can be the little, you know, the ones that, the kids use, and you can write a note on it, or you can make one, uh, whatever. Uh, we just want to be able to send them something. and I know it's kind of late. Uh, you know, we don't have much time to do that one. It's only about a week, a little over a week away, maybe two weeks. Um, but we just, you know, we want to do send something, okay, and uh, let them know that we appreciate them. You know, I was a vet. Uh, you know, I'm a veteran, and you know, I know when I was overseas, little things like that made a big difference you now it just it lifts you up lets you know that people do care that that you're over there or over there doing something to protect our rights and our freedoms so you know so that's coming up 8th of February we got to have those in by the 8th of February that's what ten, when they're gonna pick them up and then there's a, a lady that's her ministry she gets them sent out. To the different different places, and that's been a ministry of hers for years, and so we just want to help her do that. All right. That's
1: that's all I know of.
2: All right, and we got a friend on the phone. Who's on the phone?
1: The
5: one and only <laughs> Andre. Andre, Cindy, all here on the phone tonight.
2: All right. Yeah, they couldn't make it today because you know they they like to stay home, and goof off. You know. No.
5: I wish that was the case. <laughs> no, we had a mishap happen today, but I got a home
1: safely. And I uh, was just, if you called in, wow. Uh-oh. Well, I guess... Uh, Operator malfunction. Yeah. Well, Roger hung up on him.
2: Yeah, I moved the phone. Well, <laughs> they'll, they'll give us a call back, I'm sure. And uh, so, and then... We'll continue getting them on the line. But uh, uh, back to our topic about, uh, you know, uh, the different leadership and things like this and and why it is important. You know, being a Lone Ranger never uh, is never any good. Lone Ranger was never alone anyway.
1: No, he had Tonto with him.
2: He he had, you know, he had somebody there because to be alone – don't no, you know, there's nobody to bounce any ideas off of or to have somebody sit there and say, Hey, you know, that's not a good idea. Get different perspectives from things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh I guess we I guess we got Andre back again.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I was just going over there uh Ephesians four and I was going reading uh down there about the gifts and then you know was saying some was given specific gifts out of this fivefold ministry and you know but you hear a lot of some people saying that everybody you know can receive some people think they got four or five or some people think they got all the gifts but you know that's what you're to say but what the Bible speaks it says some and that's what I would just read when you the call in, I was just reading the vision board, going back over it and highlighting a few things. <coughs> and, uh, I don't know what y'all was saying
2: because I couldn't hear it. Okay, but, uh, I was just we, you know uh, in our first part of the show we were you uh, were in chapter four, we started in verse eleven, yeah, yeah, and so you know the thing is is that you know you, you as these are these are gifts from god or because god gave some to be you know there's not everybody's not an apostle everybody's not he anoints certain people with certain gifts and talents to uh, help the body of christ okay everybody's got a different gift or a different calling okay and so as we're you know we're taking a look at this and uh, that you know he gave some to be apostles apostles some to be prophets some as evangelists some to be pastors and teachers okay because we need all these different types of people that have different talents and different ways to help us in our walk with god we can't be a lone ranger we can't sit here and say well i don't need a pastor i don't need uh, i don't need nobody but me and jesus and you know Uh, And That's the way it's going to be. Well, no, God made it very clear through Paul. He was like, no We need these people Okay, because we miss out on so much. I mean when we when you continue on it says Within 12 and stuff. I mean, I'm just kind of rereading there You know that it's for the equipping of the Saints the work of the ministry the edifying of the body Till we all come into the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of of God. To a perfect man, the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ that we no longer will be children and tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by trickery of men or cutting craftiness or of deceitful plotting. When you have somebody else there, you know, they can, you know, you may not see it, but somebody else could and they can, help you out and keep you from going down the wrong path and so yes we do need these people and as we were talking before it's like you know apostles were, were ones that were sent forth the apostles are not weren't you know as some uh uh different christian factions believe is that Apostles all died out with the twelve, and I, I have to disagree with them. And they said, "Well, no, you know, because because they when they uh, picked the the you know after Judas uh, killed himself, they picked out a new apostle to take his place. Well, the requirements were that he had to have walked, a, a seen and walked with Jesus." Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, whoever wrote two thirds of the New Testament did not walk or see Jesus, Mm -hmm. or or was part of his ministry, I should say. He might have seen him, but it doesn't say he did because he would have said he knew him. Right. Okay. So, but that's Paul the Apostle. You know Paul is he called himself an apostle so they hung up okay he called himself he says I am an apostle and so you know these kind of things here it's it's trying to say hey you know the Apostles didn't die out with the the original 12 or the original 13 (laughs) so so I had to agree, disagree with him. It's like, no, you, your philosophy is incorrect because that one time it was to pick, for, pick one person to fill the 12th slot that Jesus had said, you, you 12 are gonna be doing this, this, and this. And so they were anointed to do these different things. So, you know, and the same thing they say with prophecy. Well, you know, you know a prophecy's dead. Uh, prophecy isn't dead yeah. I was like no we still need prophets today we need people that God shows things to to let us know some things about what's coming up ahead or to reveal some of the mysteries of, of, of God
1: that's exactly what I was going to say is a prophet doesn't necessarily mean they're a future teller they're not telling I guess fortune teller they proclaim what God has for us you know they they say you know God thus saith the Lord if you don't repent then this is gonna happen you know it's, it's not that they just are foretelling what's gonna happen they're letting the people know what God's intentions are
2: yeah I mean and that's you know, basically what uh you know what I was trying what I was saying there is that you know they will reveal the hidden things of God mm-hmm. because God gives them insight into why he's doing what mm-hmm. he's doing or that this is going to happen so get ready not necessarily a bad thing. It could be a good thing.
1: Right. And the other thing with the prophets is you have to be weary because a prophet doesn't necessarily have to come from God.
2: Yeah, there's, there's evil prophets, yeah.
1: And so when something is revealed, you have to say, God, is this from you? And is this something I need to adhere to?
2: Well, I mean, you, we uh, there's several people who call themselves prophets, and like Jim Jones, you know, he was a prophet. He called himself a prophet. Um, you know, and it's like, you know, he kept telling about all these different things, and it's like, but does it line up with Scripture?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, God's not going to, you know, because the Bible talks about it, even in the end, there's going to be a false prophet that is going to bring in, usher in, the The antichrist okay so and and paul even says there are false prophets among us today you know and during his time even during our time we got false prophets but it doesn't take away that god also still has his true prophets exactly okay even when you read in in the book of uh, revelation you know god sends two of his prophets into the world during the end during that time and uh because there, there's so much false stuff going on and they're killed you know so on and so forth they breathe fire upon people who try to hurt them you know it's really interesting when you go back and read about the the two prophets okay but these prophets are sent by god and they'll have signs and and wonders following but also some of the false prophets have signs and wondering wonders following so you you've got to take a look at it to make sure that it's following scripture. Do you have something, Andre?
5: Yes, oh listen to, to you know what you're saying and everything and read. And it all comes down uh what Cindy said we said earlier. God say his kid. We should know his voice. We should be able to you know, separate what's true and what's false if we know we yield to his voice and his guidance. Even with the prophets. I mean, yeah, you. I don't see some people say they got all five. Some of them three. But who are we to say they don't have it? Or who am I to say, well, this one knows different than this one, But they both say, they teach us. Well, that's when, after all this, go to God. God will. God's not going to let you stay in the darkness or follow something wrong if you seek his guidance.
2: Well, and, and there are where people can, it says, you know, some have these things, but God can give gifts severally as he wishes. You know, he can give it to whoever, as many of them as he wants, but not everybody is going to have every gift, okay? but God, But God can select people that can be used in multiple gifts. You know, so, I mean... Look at Jesus. You know he, he was you know, you know he he was had all five, okay, you know, ministry gifts there. You know he he, he sported those in in his walk uh, during his walk on the earth. You know he was sent forth. Uh, you know he was a he was a prophet. He was telling the prophecies. Um, he was an evangelist. He was out sharing and, and leading people back to God. Uh, he was a pastor he he tended the sheep of, of his father um, and he was a teacher I mean he was a rabbi so he had all these different gifts i mean they can you know somebody can have all five and that's it's not uncommon but he's trying to let you know that that God has something for everybody you know and all right. But you you can't say that. Okay, well I'm not I'm not a true Christian because I don't have all five. No, it's not what he's saying at all. He just says some are these and some are these. You know, so you know we can't we can't rule out that, but we need to test the spirit. You know what? You know if they're saying they got all five, if they're bragging about having all five, then we're, you know they got a little pride issue. You know, it's like. Because Jesus never said, Well, I got all these gifts. You know, no. He just went out and did what was right.
1: I was going to say, I don't think Jesus even acknowledged that he had all these gifts.
2: No, he just he went just, out and said, I'm just doing my Father's will.
1: Yeah. He was just out living his life the way God wanted him to live.
5: Yeah. yeah honey, just like uh, Jesus went to go to his Father, we can go. Like, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Instead of arguing with this person or being confused about. Are oh, they right? Or oh, they yeah. one? we i about leading you uh, to God, or leading you to what you? Uh, but go to God. God's gonna reveal it to you. He's not about confusion. He's not about uh, you. No, if you want to know, take it to Him. He said, "I'm here." I mean, He said, "Almost you know His voice, even if you got the gift or uh, telling someone." To give you you trying to utilize it in front of people. They should be able to see God in you, not you and your pride. And it's about you, it's got about what God wants them to hear from their teacher, pastor, evangelist. I mean, if you get, you should be able to see God and receive what God is trying to tell you through these people, through this five-fold ministry. Tell us, well she said this and he said that well, well i've seen them do it take it to god
2: well yeah, you know, i mean if we if we truly have the spirit of god in us the whole or the holy spirit will reveal if there's something wrong with what they're saying you don't have to we don't have to go look judging them and say well they said they have this well now i don't believe them well okay well if, if they say it then it's like let me let me listen and see if the Holy Spirit gives me the clarity on, clarity it. on it. But we, we don't wait for the Holy Spirit. We try to judge them based on our knowledge. Well, it's our, our knowledge like, isn't good enough.
5: That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what we have a downfall. Right. We, we're not waiting patiently and, um, so God can reveal. Or we can re- let our spirit entangle with that spirit, and we re- realize it is the Holy Spirit, right. and because if we sit there and judge on um, what we feel, what we think we should be, you're receiving the wrong thing right off the top. If you dare to say what well, they say, the evangelists, what well, I'm gonna say, you're wrong right there. You, now you you're not there for spiritual. You dare to try to see you right or they wrong, or wrong or they right, and. That's why we all have a lot of downfalls when it comes to 5 ministry. Everybody wants to, if you say you're a teacher, you're going to be judged as a teacher. You say you're a pastor, people waiting on you, oh, you say you was a pastor. That's the world thinking. But if God gave you these gifts, he will lead you and guide you in these gifts.
2: Well, and, yeah, and the Bible also talks about, uh, you know, to test, uh you know the test a prophet if someone says they're a prophet, put them to the test now, so there's things that we need to evaluate, but not come with a judging heart, but it's like, okay, you know what is it that you know you know what are you talking about what you know, and the Holy Spirit will guide you you know if you if you have a peace in your heart and stuff like this, then when you're talking to him, well, then listen because. Yeah, they may have some faults, but it doesn't mean that that God didn't call them to that ministry. Okay, but you know, but we, you know, you said, well, there's a righteous judgment, you know, because we are to test the spirits, so not we, or in other words, judge them, you know, judge the spirits, see if they're they're with you or or they against you. So, I mean, this is where you got we got to watch. You know we can come with a critical spirit or we can come with a humble spirit and then when you're doing your when you're doing the judging you'll you'll the Holy Spirit will give you the exact thing you need to understand so but yeah you're, you're right we got we got to watch how we come but you know if we, just because they say there's something and then we immediately say oh well I don't believe you well, um, then we're I'm not sorry. we're not giving, we're not giving them the chance
5: I've been through churches and I've been led. I've been there. I've been one of them. Oh, they right. They oh man, they, oh, they sound good. And they, and look, look how they live. They walk in the walk. It becomes not spiritual, but we're looking for certain. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Because if I go to a magician show, a, a magic show, and I know I heard this guy does all this, he can pull rabbit, he can do this. What happened if he just, I mean, where'd you go there and find out all oh, that all faith Because of one mistake. I'm not saying that, While well, I'm saying that. We judge, as you say, judge, some of you judge in the wrong way. Some of it might really be a problem. You pastor, teach it. But if they make one mistake or don't satisfy our feelings or what we think they should be telling us, that's what I'm talking about. we You got to watch how you judge them,
3: too. Right because
5: you're looking for something, and they're not giving it to you oh, they they fake
2: yeah and and that's true because we' <clears throat> cause we're, we're not supposed to we're, we're to judge them as we would want to be judged if if you if I make a mistake, I don't want somebody to judge me critically. I mean, you can tell me I'm wrong and help me guide me back, but you know it's not going to um, you know it's not going to help me and it's not going to help you if I get you know where I hate you because you made a mistake you know and that's what really happens a lot It's like you know a pastor slips and, and falls and does something well you you can't be a pastor because you're not good enough well he's, he's never been good enough you're never gonna be good enough you know you're always got you always got the temptation to fall okay whether you sin or not that's your choice okay and some people may not like that and they may disagree with me but the scripture says that that sin is a choice it's not we're not enslaved to sin when jesus died on the cross you know we we no longer are bound by sin he has set us free with his blood so you know we can't say that we have to sin or that we're going to sin every day because that's that's a lie because now if you go on to what the new man's supposed to be like in verse 17, going on down, you're not practicing sin, okay? You don't walk that way anymore, okay? But if you fall down, then you got to get up, brush yourself off, and keep going.
1: And that's when you say, Lord, I need you. Right. Which is our next song. It's time for break. Time for break again. And that song's Lord I Need You by Matt Moore and we will be right back.
0: Lord I come I confess Bowing here I find my rest without you. Grace is more, grace is found, is where you are, where you Temptation comes my way When I cannot stand I'll fall on you Jesus you're my hope and stay
4: owner of an amazing home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes
1: all right welcome back that was lord i need you by matt Moore, and we've had a good show so far and we've got victor giggling over there (laughs) of course he was he was mocking me with my welcome back and so we have fun here so that's that's the nice thing um We'd like to hear from you, so if you'd like to give us a call, that phone number is 214 556 6239, or I'm on Facebook Live monitoring the chat, and we'd love to know you're out there listening.
2: That's it. Right. So uh, I did promise you guys that I would uh, go, and I told you that you need to read Ezekiel chapter 34. And I told you I'd come and read, read uh, some bits and pieces from you because we're, you know, when we start talking about, you know, pastors. Um, <clears throat> but Ezekiel uh, chapter 34 is talking about the shepherds of Israel, how they were not being true shepherds. Okay, so I'm going to read you just a little bit of this. It says, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, this is third, starting verse 134. He says, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus saith the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe unto the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should they not should not the shepherd feed the flocks? You eat the fat and clothe yourself with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those that were sick. Nor bound up the broken, nor brought back the uh, that well, was which driven was driven away, away nor sought uh, what sought what was lost. There we go. But with force and cruelty, you have ruled them, so they are scattered because there is no shepherd, and they became food for all the beasts of the field uh, when they were scattered. Uh, my sheep wander through all the mountains and on every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth, and no one is seeking or searching for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became prey, and my flock became food for every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd nor did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and de- did not feed my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hands, and I will cause them to cease feeding the, feeding the sheep, and the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths, that they may no longer be food for them. When God called me to be a pastor, he told me to go and read that. And he said, "If if you get to be like that, I will take the shepherdship away from you. This thing is going on right now. There's a lot of people not being serious about what their roles are as a pastor. You know, that they're supposed to be feeding the flocks, but yet they're taking from the flocks. You know they're not if if they get you know, if they get lost, they're not searching for them, they're not trying to find them and trying to help them and trying to heal them you know and god is is mad, and they, he was telling the shepherd the the shepherds of Israel, well, you're not doing this, and he said I'm taking away the shepherdship from you, I'm taking it away you don't do, you you can't you can't take care of my sheep
3: mm-hmm. okay
2: and you know we need to watch out for people that are on. You know, especially Pat. People call themselves pastors that are out there only for themselves. I want a bigger, better car. I want you to put yourself in debt, even though you can't feed yourself, even though you know you got mortgage and everything else, and and you're in debt. But I expect you to buy me a five hundred dollars suit. You know, and or put pressure upon the people to give him things or make get more money out of them. These people. You know woe says the Lord unto you, Why are you doing this? You should be the one feeding them. you should be the one taking clothing them. you should be the one taking care of them because you're the shepherd you're you're God's ambassador to the people. Mm-hmm. So how dare you want to take everything and think, well you know. You know, I want, you, know, you need to give more money, you need to give more ties. you need to give more of this, more of this, so we can have this and we can have that. It's like, and yet their kids are starving. You know, it upset me when I see in churches that pastors are wanting to get bigger and better sound systems, but they have people that are unemployed sitting in in there not knowing where they're going to get their next food for their kids. Or how they're going to pay their bills, and when they go to the church and say, "Hey, I'm struggling, you know, because I lost my job," and they say, well,
1: "Not be, my problem."
2: Basically, you know, be at peace. You know, nothing we can do for you, but go and be at peace. It's like, no, they're coming to you for help. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be rallying the the sheep together to to come and and. Do something for the one sheep there. You know? Come on.
5: You well, know? I hear you uh, talking. What you're saying is, I mean, it's true. Uh, like I told you, you know, because of the mishap, me and my wife, I mean, literally, almost turned over and everything, tired, come out. I mean, it, the devil was really, was getting enjoyment out of it. And if I tell you, it's just like he said, God's gonna take care of his sheep. Well, he sent two shepherds. One police was a, she was a, a missionary. And this young man named Colvin, I don't even know, I never met him in my life, but he stayed there with us, made sure, got it in a way. When God, and it's true, God's gonna take care of his people. Because while well, I was sitting there, I like I said, going have a heart attack, like a, a calm came over me when that young man walked up to me. He said, God sent him and told him to stop. Them word alone took away everything that was just happened to me and my wife. It gave me peace. And he said, I'm not leaving your side, you and your wife, until I make sure y'all get home. He called and before he left, I just I said, man, I don't have no money to pay this. I said, I got to stop saying what I ain't got. He came back and said, God bless you. Suck some money in my hand. I thought it was just 20 bucks. It was enough to pay the record. Right. And that's what you're saying. And he said he's, in, he's, just, he's a young minister. He said God told us. I mean, he passed us. I see him turning around. He stood there the whole hour with us. Finna call in. I mean, when God sent his people people out and you send them like feel like you can't get nobody to help you, he's still God sent the fire department. I didn't call none of them they all showed up, and every one of them prayed with us, got us home, gave me calls I which I'm gonna nothing on the show when I come next week uh. The, and you're right, Roger. Right? When God does something, He's and if you a true pastor or follow a door, God, you know, God gonna see you in the right place at the right time.
2: Yeah, because, we just gotta be willing to listen for the yeah. voice of the Lord instead of listening to our our own feelings or own, our own things.
5: Yeah, I mean, He, he brought peace, even though it was a time, and everybody's, oh man, this could be fit. They, it was more encouraging than, them. well, let me see your license. Let me see. They, <laughs> The police themselves, and they were in the fire, and they were talking, oh, man, this is all going to be fixed. They were telling me how to fix it. It's fixable. And Crank the motor car the car cranked up. And every one of them said, God bless you. I'm glad to help you. No, don't worry about it. We'll take your wife home. I mean... Like I said, you know that God is gonna take care of you when you call on him and when you need him. Right. And and I got you know, I didn't ask him. He he as he left, I mean he left after all the people was out there in a minute. He said that God sent him now. Yeah. God told him to turn around. <laughs> told me it was gonna be okay. He called the record and everything.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, God is always true to His Word, okay? It's whether we are true enough to believe that He'll do it for us. And our doubt is sin, and if and it's like, look, we're not going to believe that God's going to take care of us because we see that man doesn't take care of us, you know. And so, you know, pastors don't, and apostles don't, and they don't, and this, and, and so on and so forth. So we think that God's that way. Well, no, I mean, I know you're not.
4: and God's not, him.
2: but yet people get frustrated, and that's why they don't grow in, in him. They don't want to research and, and, and see what God's like. They think that God is like the man that represents him, the man or the woman. And it's like, uh, and so they get, you know, well, then God's a liar, too, because the pastor's a liar, or, or the evangelist lied, or... He's just doing fake things to get money from you, you know, like, you know, give me, give me a hundred dollars and I'll get you this prayer cloth. Uh, you know, or, you know, I, I at one, at one place, uh, the, the, guy said, you know, it was like, well, you know, he's a, he's a prophet slash evangelist. And I was like, okay, well, great. Um, but he said, well, bring me a hundred dollars and lay right here on my Bible and I will pray for you and you will be blessed. And I said, I don't need your prayer. I'm already blessed you know but uh you know but the whole thing is that like, give me a hundred dollars and I'll pray that you're blessed well God doesn't he yeah he blesses me every day so why would I want this man to do this to, if I give him a hundred dollars okay so I like we, well yeah and that's the so way a that's quick
5: a fix miracle a quick fix miracle
2: well, and the thing is, is, you know, there are many great miracles that are going on out there. But, on the <laughs> yeah, but you know, we, we, we see these things. And, you know, that's why people are starting to shun away. It's like, well, there you know, every time that, you know, you go to church, all they want to talk about is, oh, I need your money. Well, God don't need your money. God's able to take care of himself. Thank you. You know. And uh, now God put it upon our heart to give thanks to somebody. And it's like, then you do. But uh, to take up four offerings because it didn't get enough? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's that's not an offering. That That's a...
1: An obligation.
2: An obligation, or uh, I'm trying to think of a different word. Yeah. yeah. No. Nah. They'll probably come to me a little Breathe. later. It's uh, it puts you into slight bondage. They they're sitting there saying, "I want all your money, and I'm going to get it. And unless you give me what I want, I'm going to keep pounding you. You know, I'm going to I'm going to keep bugging you until you give me what I want. Well, that's manipulation. Okay, and so, you know, but we can't we can't judge God based on them. You know, they're oh they're doing the wrong thing. But we still need, that's why we need to find true pastors. We need to try and, those that, and you, we know them by their spirit. I mean, people can walk up and I can walk next to somebody and I know whether they, they have the Spirit of God in them because my spirit bears witness to their spirit. Okay? And it's interesting, you walk up and you feel that, you, you just sense that they're, and you just look at one another and say, How you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing, sister? Uh, you know, you know, you know that that's who they are.
5: What did he say to me? He stood at my door and said, "You're no stranger to me, cause you're no stranger to God. God sent me you, my brother. And me and him, both he hugged me, and he said, like I said, a hey, young man. He he said, yeah man, I'll do your call. He said, but call me and let me know y'all made it home, okay? And if you need anything, give me a call. He said, because God. Told me to stop. Turn around. Yeah. And in a way, we was upset, we went from upset to laughing with the fire department, laughing with the children. And they brought us home. He probably charged two hundred was Two hundred and twenty dollars. He did. He said, Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, that what I mean was, he said, don't worry about it, I me mean, just he said, don't worry about it. He said it's all taken care of, man, appreciate it. And he said, I live right around the corner from you. And uh, anyway, he said, go take care of your wife. Y'all go to the house and watch TV and just thank God you made it home. Right. And we did. I mean, God, I said, God is awesome because no sooner than I said, well, Cindy, we're going to try to drive this car tonight. That's when the wheel came off. That's when well, no traffic came. You lose the traffic. A school bus come 10 minutes after the accident. We hit him, went right into him. We was in the middle of the road. And she come around that corner blazing. Anyway, he, he said, me and God, stopped the traffic. He stopped everything. He told me to turn around. He was going his way back to the yard, to his job. And his job told him, they told him to stay with us. Yeah.
2: Yep. <clears throat> So.
3: But anyway,
5: is, but everything you're saying, it's, again, we got to find out, God said, hey, his kids should know the truth. We know his voice. But like a times, we hear God's voice, and I used to, ah, oh, that ain't from God. And so, uh, why would God tell me not to go there? Why would God tell me just just be still? And he know I need, each time I question it, God didn't have to. He bought us food, got us home, took care of us. And I could send and say, I'm not worried about tomorrow. We'll send it. anyway. If yeah. anybody, out there, whatever you're going through, God got some people, got people like Roger, Loretta. I mean, there's people out there that truly follow him and that truly obey God. You, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the one that had to realize because you ask man, man may say no, God might give me a reason to say no. And it might be yes tomorrow, but right now, these things happen today. If I'd have went Andre's way, I'd have been out trying to get somebody else's car. I'd have got more in debt. Even though it happened, God had to put a stop to me trying to go back doing it Andre's way. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's why we need each other. That's why we need these leaders that have been specially anointed um, in different areas. uh, Because God's put his spirit upon them to be there, you know, just like with the case with the, the different people here. God put upon their heart to do something. Okay. And it was to help you. Right. But each of them, you know, no, none of them talked to each other, but yet the Holy Spirit gave the same guidance. Okay, this, this, and they brought peace to you in a situation.
5: Encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need it. Even the police officer gave me his call. He said he lives in Real. If y'all need anything, uh, let me know. If you go to the hospital, let me know. If you need a way up there, uh, I mean the ambulance driver. Here's our call. If he needs, we we working in the night. You know, everybody has number but encouragement for us. Mm-hmm. And they, they really encouraged me and said, when he say, Man, this is fixable, man. <laughs> so, so, didn't damage the motor or anything, the lights working. He said, just get you, uh have somebody drill this out and tap this out, put some more in there. Yeah. And uh, put the strut on there, I man, you're good to go.
2: So well, I mean, you know we can see this and it's like this is where we have to come to the realization that you know as we as we mentioned at the beginning of the show it's like you know yeah. there's times we think that we have to do this by ourselves and it's it's not about a lone ranger thing it's not about every you know me and me and god nobody else it's it's always about the body of christ you know every Person fits into the body of Christ and every every person is valuable to God even the guy that that sits on the street corner that knows Jesus because he lost his job or whatever and he has no home but yet people think you know he's no good he's he's worthless well God says he's valuable and we need to look at people as God sees them as valuable people to the body of Christ and, you know, because all of us have some, something to do for the body of Christ. You know, nobody is a pew sitter. Nobody has no purpose. God doesn't have people with no purpose. He has, he has gifts and callings upon every one of us. And we just need to say, okay, God, help me use the gift and callings that you have. Send me to a place where you need these talents to be used. And then it's no longer about, am I picking the right church? Is it, Well, I like the way the pastors speak. No. God, where do you want me to be? Because God knows where he wants you to go next. And you just got to be willing to say, okay, you know, and then I'll go here. That's where you want me. I'll go there. Even though I may not like going there. I may not want to go there. But the point being is, if God says it, I don't have a right to say no. Okay, because he saved me, you know, and and I'm taking him as my Lord. So as Lord, he is my boss, and so he can tell me what to do, and I have to go do it because I chose him as my boss, and so now I have to respect him as that.
5: Well, for the first time, all this happened is I was starting to get to the old Lord, why? What did I do now? God changed that into thank you, Lord. And rejoice and elect. I mean, soon some I mean, that happened. Yes, I was scared. Make sure my wife and everything was okay. But God brought peace in the midst of all that storm. Mm-hmm. Each person pulled up and stopped. Had nothing encouraging words for me and my wife. One, I don't want to take Cindy on home, but she wouldn't leave me. And so I said, "You got a good wife." Because I'm telling her to go home, I can sit with the reference. Anyway, again, we can get all bundled up on what Lord Wise is happening to me. And, well, today I met a total of seven people, and they all in, oh, uh, uh, I can in put They got their own ministry. Uh, the two police officers said, we're not going to do, you know how they're asking you for your ID and how this happened, and, they say, man, get y'all home. He said, I'll make a report and give you the report number. And that uh postal driver said they old school. These are real Christians. Because you know how, you know when a the wreck they want all the ID insurance. He said, get get her home. The officer took Cindy home in her police car. Home said. Mhm. And they I mean, they didn't care about the jurisdiction. They they just all they do was encourage me and stuff had made me laugh. I had I peace. He said, You okay? Man? He said your heart rate went down and he said, Oh man, you all right. Huh. He said the most important thing is y'all okay. Y'all didn't turn over and everything. Uh I mean, I can say Roger, they was encouraging. And mm-hmm. you know what they encouraged? You. God let me know, I got you.
2: Yeah, that's something that I got you. That's something that he's been Trying to teach all of us for a while It's like, you know, we gotta learn That he's got us And you've
1: got to yeah, you gotta remember that God is with us Which, guess what, is our next song For God is with us By King and Country <laughs> And we will be right back
3: Deadly-
0: It'll believe in a true love that gave us a brand new beginning no room for a king no celebration and no ceremony in that little town no nobody will think this is the story of the coming glory
3: God is with us
4: amazing home-based bakery called grace's sweet treats we can supply all your baked needs from cakes to cookies and more dietary restrictions or allergies no problem check us out on facebook or instagram at grace's sweet treats 2021 or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624 that's 682-319-6624 a portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes
1: all right welcome back that was for god is with us by king and country and andre's testimony in and of itself speaks for god being with us right In what times we think are terrible god's still there yeah
2: so yeah and so i mean these you see that god used a team of people you know to help you know help andre out and and things like this It's like you know god god knows what he's doing and but if we if we ignore the fact that we're not going to let anybody help us then we're going to miss out on all the blessings god has for us you know to sit around and say well i'm waiting on god well i sent you 20 people and you're still not listening you know well then you miss out because god says i want you as a body, if I cut a finger off and lay it on the table, nothing's going to happen there. It's going to, it's going to eventually just rot away because it's not attached to the body. It's not attached to the circulatory system. There's no life. Okay. And we cut ourselves off from the presence of God by cutting ourselves off from the relationship with his people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we've got to come to, to realize that no matter how much we've been hurt in the past, doesn't mean that we need to cut ourselves off from the body you know just because the toe offended me doesn't mean that I have to, to cut myself off from the bloodline of God and you know, it's, it's a sad thing that you know I not I'm not serving God no more because a pastor made me mad uh, so what does that make any difference you know it doesn't matter if somebody made you mad you, you're serving God not the man unless you're serving the man instead of God, you know. So, you know, the, the whole point of what, what I was trying to share today is that we do need each other, and we do need these leaders that God's anointed, but we do need to be careful because there are wolves in sheep's clothing. And that, you know, we just got to make sure we are in good contact with the Lord and that He's going to show us what... You know who people really are you know because when you know if you stay close with the lord the lord's going to be saying hey stay away from this person don't go over there don't go there because things are going to happen and so we just need to be obedient that's why whenever once i get my book finished then uh, i'll have a bunch of examples there uh you know about things like that because the name of the book is going to be do you hear me um, so, uh, and so we need to make, make sure that we're listening for, for God and for what he's trying to tell us to keep us out of trouble. So, so what you got there, Loretta?
1: I'm just listening. You listen? Well, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, um, you and Andre have seemed to be the Mike hogs tonight.
2: Well, that's why we're giving you the chance now to be a Mike hog. You can have five minutes.
1: I'm, I <laughs> oh wow, you're so generous with my time.
2: No, uh, so. no, we do want to hear your inputs. I know we were talking about, some, and he was sharing his testimony.
5: Mm-hmm. So I probably for that.
1: Well, and I'm going to share part of the testimony that Andre doesn't know. But when Cindy called us and said we have a problem. Or we're in trouble i forget how she stated it and told us about the car and wanted us to come help and roger goes no we couldn't do it and for a brief moment i felt really bad because we've always been there but then god had to reassure me we had to say no so these other people could be put into place to do god's will so that they could be a blessing to you and you could be a blessing to them
5: and that's uh like i said i appreciate that testimony because when she told me because i didn't call my mom or nobody and i told her why did you call she she said she called roger called y'all and i said cindy went home why did you do that Why'd you do that? Because God sent his. Otherwise, she panicked, and y'all are like family, so I thought to apologize. But I said, "Didn't I tell you when you said you' were gonna call her?" I said, "Don't not now," but she did anyway.
2: Well, the point being is, I've always said you can always ask, but if I say no, then I can't.
5: No, 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 no. This is what here. I'm not tempted you you said no. It's just like she said, you out already prayed. And God already sent the people. that she called you. Mm-hmm. Two people who was already there. The young man was already there. And that yeah. brought peace real quick. And I told Cindy to hang up the phone. Yeah. Not hang up on you. Right. But I said, Cindy, hang the phone up. On so.
1: No, uh, I, I, I think Andre would have told her just hang up on him. <laughs>
5: but, uh, you know, like I told Cindy, I apologized to her because she said she panicked. I said, I called on her because she said, Yeah, I heard you. Lord, you know, thank you for nothing I started praying for what didn't happen. And I said, Lord, someone will come this way. I even told Cindy, somebody's going to come. Name five minutes, the man pulled up. See, that's what my faith was. And I to bring y'all over here make y'all late where am my mom and Emma Chrissy and everybody God got a piece to me that put my wife down and she she was sorry that she called y'all I'm serious because she didn't want y'all to upset y'all that's not what we're about or make y'all feel like well maybe we should help no I'm not that's not what we're
2: about well, no you know but the whole thing is is God had a plan and you know Sometimes we just have to step out of the way and let God's plan work.
5: When you said no, she thought you was upset. And I said, what? And you say, I said, she thought you was upset. So I mean,
2: that's just one of those things. I mean, why would like, he
5: be upset? He didn't call this. Yeah, I said, why would he be upset? Me? Well, I think I made him mad. And I said, I tell you, don't call him. Anyway, it was, but sometimes, you can't let your emotions, because if I let my emotions got in the way, we'd be in worse situation we in now. Because we feel bad yeah. Okay? I had to get up past my emotions, about my feelings, and say, Lord, you have your way. You're going to take care of this, Lord. And
3: that's what I said in my prayer.
2: Yeah. Well, we got done Yeah, because yeah, right, right now, right. we got we got to start our, our closing comments, because we're mm-hmm. running out of time here. But um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like 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 Loretta said, God is is got something in mind, and sometimes we just have to step out of the way, and let let God bless some people,
3: because
2: mm-hmm. sometimes you know you know I you know that God uses me, but He could have used somebody else, but He chose to use me because He wants to encourage me things like this. But you know, so. You know, we never know what God you know with Abraham as a ram in the bush, you know. You know, he was gonna do what God told him to do, but God provided another way. So but uh
5: I got a
3: good closing but, comment.
2: What's that? You got you got a good closing comment?
5: Yes, yeah, sir. You sure? Yes, sir. Thank
3: uh, you
5: Lord.
2: All right, well,
5: Which one? The, God got people in our lives, true enough. But but if God sometimes put it on their heart to say no, when any other time they wouldn't have said no, they would we'll walk and see what I could do. God sometimes has to put His hand down and say, "I got this." No, I got this. See, if we did it Roger Andres away we'd have messed everything up. Yeah. So I'm not a I'm not a bit. I was, uh, upset because you said no. I'm glad you said no because as Cindy was talking to you, I was saying, Lord, you're gonna take her, you gonna send someone to help me, Lord. And I can say, go no, five minutes, of, I had to start believing in God, you got this.
2: Yeah, well, I thought you might have learned that too when you were in the hospital when you kept saying, You're well, coming up. I said, God, Nope, yeah, it's not my time yet.
5: Well, yeah. I learned today. Yeah. I mean, I hope I every time something happens, before I go to my way, I can say, "Lord, you take care of it." Yeah. But I'm just letting y'all know that tonight, y'all, if you have someone out there could tell you no, don't be offended. Ask God why, and you'll find that because it's it's people out there. Well, they you will help me. Or, uh, I mean, I'm just it's just not our situation someone out there might
2: be mad because someone said no or someone said well I can't do it now go to God he has all your answers and he will take care of me that's what I'm saying okay well I guess it's my turn then and uh, you know because Loretta usually always finishes up <laughs> so but anyway um yeah well, God put it upon my heart for this this little study and you know uh, and I encourage you to do some more looking in there. It's like God gave all these different people to us to help us out. I mean, even the the apostles they they needed the support of the people. Um, we we're all together in this walk with the Lord, and it's like we need to start acting like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you know, quit getting mad, quit getting upset because it's not your way or whatever, or that some, somebody offended you. You know, the only way you can be offended is if you accept the offense. If somebody comes and says, hey, you're, you're stupid, now I can get offended and try to defend myself, or I can say, I'm not stupid, so I don't know who, what they're talking about, and let it go. You know, you know why do we always think the bad of the person instead of thinking the good of the person? You know, we should be in love. Love thinks no evil. Okay. In other words, you know, if I see this person on the street corner, love if I love, if I got love in me, I, that love is going to not say, I wonder what, what drugs he's taking, blah, 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 blah. It would be like, Lord, what can I do to help him or her? You know, where is the compassion that, that God has for this person? why isn't it in me well then there's repentance that is needed so you know okay so you know so just think about this and as you're studying the scriptures it's like you know know that all these people are there for you you know even if somebody is intentionally wanting to hurt your feelings you know you know just pray for them. It's like, well, God, you know, the, what they're saying is is mean, but I'm not gonna, I'm not going to accept the offense. I'm just going to say, well, I'll just pray for them. Let let you let you deal with their hearts, and I want you to help them. I don't want you to hurt them, you know. And so, make that make that something to think about as as you study your word. And like I said, you never know. When somebody can walk up and just say, "I see the spirit of God in you," you know, and whatever, yeah. So, I that's all I got, and so I'm going to turn it over to Loretta.
1: Okay, talking about the fivefold ministry and the need for the fivefold ministry, and it's very clear. God says, "I want to build you up. I want to grow you up." And sometimes we don't want to grow up. But in our times of not doing what God wants us to or not looking for the people who God has sent to help us, we just kind of drift away and we get lonely and sad. And it's not a fun place to be. But at the same time, when we know we've got people that we can go to because apostles, pastors, evangelists, teachers, uh, I I always miss one prophets. Prophets. Mm-hmm. They're no better than you are. You should be able to go to your pastor. Your the evangelist that has come cuz our modern-day evangelist is one who goes from church to church to church proclaiming, proclaiming God. But you should be able to go to that person as a brother or a sister in the Lord and say, hey, can you help me? What am I missing here? And so you need them there so they can guide you and be god's mouthpiece to guide you Mm
3: -hmm.
1: so um i know we've still got a few more minutes but you know sometimes i think god tells us it's time to shut up (laughs) victor
2: (laughs) i think i i I think she's talking to you and me andre (laughs) okay
1: No, I I think what I'm trying to say is when God's point has come across, Mm -hmm. it's time to stop. Right. So come join us next week on Friday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time live. We're here live every Friday night. At the beautiful Fishbowl Studios in Bedford, Texas. And, you know, you can go on Facebook to the listener's page mm-hmm. and leave us comments. I'm getting better about looking at it. Okay. And so I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying. So, but we want you to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. But we also want you to be blessed. So, our last song for the night is Crazy People, because that's a me. I'm a crazy person. (laughs) And that's by Casting Crowns. Be a blessing. Good night.
2: Good night. Good night, everybody.
0: Who builds a boat with no clouds in sight? Who walks up to a giant and picks a fight? Who turns a lion's den into a petting zoo? Who can have church in a fiery furnace? Well, i tell you who. Crazy people trust in Jesus. Following him wherever he leads us. Kingdom seekers walk by faith believers. Here's the church. Here's the steeple, here's the all God's crazy people Who brings a Bible into a public school Who shares a gospel even when the world calls him a fool And who's not afraid to go against the flow Will cancel me and call me one of those Cause I'm one of those crazy people Trust in Jesus him wherever He leads us Kingdom seekers Walked by faith believers Here's the church, here's the steeple Here's the all God's crazy people I'm one of those crazy people Crazy people Who sees the world as a mission field Who talks to Jesus like He's real who believes the words in red? Crazy. Who says he's coming back again? Crazy. crazy people, trust in Jesus, following him wherever he leads us. Kingdom seeker, walked by faith believers. Here's the church, here's the steeple, here's the Lord God's crazy people.